I'm observing the makings of a salad and it doesn't surprise me when my mind darts to a picture of the world. I love metaphors. I always have. And watching a salad bowl is like watching the world with all its cultures and its different flavors and colors. But coming from a multicultural country like India, I know exactly how tricky and messy it can get to communicate with different cultures of the world. Now here's what happened. I applied for a master's course at Pune University. In our last semester, we had to select a stream, journalism or mass communication. Now I recognize very well that I'm not a core journalism girl and naturally settled for mass comm. One of my elective subjects was cultural studies. And this is the point where I was introduced to intercultural communication. You know that moment in life where you think you know things and then life hits you right on the head and awareness strikes. The realization that making the salad is not as easy as it looks. See, it is said that the teacher arrives only when the student is ready. I guess I was ready to be a student of intercultural communication. And now, you are too. Hi, I'm Sanasi Lele. And together you and me are going to hack the salad bowl recipe. Now for any salad bowl, we need to select a few basic veggies. For our salad, I chose a few too. Vietnam. Yes, Russia and Australia. The experience of going abroad was to Russia. And as you can understand, the culture is so different. Germany. What uh, struck me the most, I was working for a gaming company. Japan. First time I went to Japan in 93. Uh, and it was on a scholarship uh, to study Japanese language in one Japanese university. Belgium, Costa Rica, Canada, Singapore and a little bit of China. To be in touch with people from other countries rather than people, I would say customers from other countries was part of my job. So that's how I came to uh, came in touch with uh, cultures from other countries. Oh, and let's not forget the secret ingredient that brings them all together. Intercultural competence. Do you remember the first time that you were introduced to culture? Of course you don't. Neither do I. When I think about my first meeting with the salad bowl, this is all I can say. Our culture is like our family. We are born into it. And we grow up with it. And we don't even realize that we have been a part of the salad bowl all the while. It's like that proverb. A man who has never travelled thinks his mama's cooking is the best. Right from the first utterance of Baba instead of Papa, to understanding that we are supposed to eat food with the right hand in India, we absorb culture. So, what is culture now in your view? <laughs> culture is the way of life, naturally. So, culture... This is the Professor of Cultural Studies and the Head of our Department, Mrs. Ujwala Barved. The way you treat other people, but then it also is the inherent value system which is not 
visible directly the other person who is observing another culture has to be really observant and uh, know the cues how to uh, decipher the culture so it's the way of life and as i said uh, then the clothing and food and art that also comes in it and all of it makes culture more specifically culture, culture could be life. said as an and that is individual way of life see now there's a reason why we say learning to make a salad because intercultural communication is not innate but acquired and learned of course there are going to be cultural differences Yes, Sanasi. Yes, Trang. Uh, yes. This is Trang Thao Dang. She's from Vietnam, and she also has a background in Indian studies. After spending the lockdown year, she's finally going back to her home in Vietnam. We caught up over the phone, and when I asked her whether she witnessed any cultural differences when she first came to India, she had a lot to share. appearance of people here are totally different from Vietnamese we are a little bit fairer and i don't know like we look very different and i don't know it's just how i i see mm-hmm. I, i yes and about the transportation as i told you we drive on the right while indian drive on the left in vietnam uh, my name is um uh, constitute differently uh, so my full name is Dang Thao Trang. That is my surname. Um, my family name Thao is my middle name, and Trang is my given name, my first name. Yes. Where the name sequence in India is so much like different. My name is given. My first name goes first, and then my family name, and then my middle name. So in uh, my name in Indian name style is Trang Dang Thao, and it's like that. Trang overcame these cultural differences and was convinced that when in India, do it like the natives. And as she put it, she learned to incorporate into your culture. Now there were some other cultural differences too. So when I first went to Japan, I went as a student, and uh, I was staying in a Japanese family uh, for six months. So the first uh, difference that I found was. Uh, these japanese people eat uh, some kind of meat or fish three times a day for breakfast lunch and dinner oh. and i came from a very very maharashtrian vegetarian family background so i had never tasted any non veg till the time i landed up there so that was the first point of difference and the second most uh, shocking for me was um, the way japanese people or their time Uh, time scheduling how are they very strict to follow each and every so they uh, they live literally 1 minute 2 minute so even if they are late they will say oh sorry i am going to be late by i think 3 minutes today oh. so they really uh, follow time very minutely they are very very particular about their time for atish it was a culture shock when i heard that okay the women they are considered equally as men in canada you mean canada or us or any developed countries or like okay but when first time i saw that okay the uh, uh, woman is driving a bus public mm. transport bus mm. 
that was a little bit different for me yeah i didn't imagine that or i couldn't think about it when i was in yes. my own country now same was the case in russia as i had heard i saw that russian women are very strong and the society is almost driven by women you see women working everywhere even like truck drivers and uh, mm. uh, you know any other heavy um, uh, equipment drivers and metro drivers and everywhere so that was something different for me mm. seeing women everywhere in all kinds of roles mm. and at the same time they also looked after themselves very well mm. so that was something i noticed maybe probably as a woman that uh, doesn't matter what kind of job you are in you don't have to become completely masculine so the concept of femininity is still very much there listen up folks culture shocks though experienced are only a one time event after that it is usually a process of adapting and accepting that is exactly what this podcast is going to tell you why is it important to develop intercultural competence and with that how can you feel like one in that salad bowl what can be said to whom in what context and with what connotations is definitely complex but understanding and working on this complexity must be the goal were there any particular changes that you had to make uh, in your communication style to integrate uh, with the people or the culture when you went there yes of course because uh, generally western cultures are more into uh, a tactile communication that they like to hug people or shake hand and indians and especially probably me growing up in india we like to maintain our distance and i also met uh, students from other countries so it was not only exposure to russian people so i had classmates from italy and switzerland and uh, austria and all those countries and i found that they are more open more tactile in their communication so that is one thing that uh, i had to really imbibe quickly so as to make them feel comfortable with me hmm. that if if people I, i was not used to maybe hugging male colleagues yeah. you know but yeah. then i uh, taught myself to overcome that inhibition right. and became quite open in that regard in this moment i wondered whether we are really that proactive in wanting to adapt we should be because ultimately we are human beings but you never know i i think i always went with the belief that ultimately we are all the same we all have that so belief and it's not entirely wrong yeah. the fact that people are different yeah that that did happen with me and uh, once you start traveling you think that that is the best way hmm. you know but then uh, later as yeah. we moved uh, to different uh, countries and saw people we realized that yes people are different and those are good differences okay there is no dissonance in that hmm. but people can be different they can have different uh, uh, moral values but still i feel that the core core human values are the same hmm. that's the real game recognizing the differences accepting them and adapting to them i always thought that this thought are deep down though we are all the same na would help me integrate easily with other cultures but i was wrong we had once a, a brazilian student staying with us and he had invited his friends for dinner at our house and they were going to prepare everything in our house 
and uh, I was not at home at that time but my uh, daughter was and she naturally gave them the space that they wanted so the five six of them could uh, cook and have dinner and all that and my uh, daughter was uh, in the uh, bedroom and he knew that she was there and uh, she once came out and took her uh, food to her room and all that and then uh, I just came back and asked my daughter like how was the food she said I don't know I was not offered no so I was in two minds as to uh, what should I do okay then the next day I thought maybe it's a, since this uh, student is here for intercultural exchange okay there is no question of being angry or sad about it right. but as a cultural lesson so then I uh, sat with him the next day and said how was your party and all that and I said since you are here to learn about Indian culture in Indian culture it's quite impolite not to offer food yes. to somebody else who is present with you and uh, being a nice boy he was like oh my goodness I'm so sorry <laughs> okay in Brazil like if we are eating we, we eat ourselves if there is anybody around us we don't really pay attention I'm really sorry I said there is no question of saying sorry here but even I thought that would, will I be rude if I point it out to him yes but without making a big fuss out of it I thought it was my responsibility as a hostess just to tell him because he had some a few more months to spend in India this is a way of building I think inter intercultural competence definitely yeah. yes that definitely was Dr. Milton Bennett introduced a model of intercultural sensitivity in the late 1900s. It talked about our journey from being ethnocentric to ethno-relativist. Now what does that mean? Think about your parents. How many times have you heard them say, Hamare zamane mein to dot 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 dot. Anything and everything in the world of our parents can fill in those blanks or fill in those dots. See, it is usually their way or highway. Previous generation has a hard time accepting the ways of the succeeding generation. It's the same thing. Ethnocentrism is nothing but seeing one's culture as the correct way of living and everyone has ethnocentric attitudes to some extent. On the other end of the pole is ethno-relativism, which is recognizing that cultures are different and adapting or accommodating to them accordingly. I asked Ujwala ma'am that looking back, on what end of the scale would she place herself on when she first went to Russia, ethnocentric or ethno-relativist? And here's what she said. Place yourself a lot towards ethno-relativism, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Because that is extremely important. You have to have an open mind. So what I... Uh, always try to do whenever wherever I go is never to be judgmental oh what is this that they are doing is this the way never okay you just observe you accept as their way of life and then maybe uh, find out why such systems or why such uh, mannerisms have developed The Salad Bowl Recipe Hacking Intercultural Communication was written, produced and edited by me, 
Thank you to the Department of Communication and Journalism, Pune University, for providing the sound equipment, studios, and their support. And a special thanks to Dr. Ujwala Barve, head of the department, for her guidance. You can connect with me on Instagram at the rate Sanisi Lele. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to check out the next episode dropping on Thursday.